Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to another episode of Modern Manners, guys. Quick and dirty tips for a more polite life. I like to consider myself a not-so-ordinary manners enthusiast. Look at my tenure of work at Quick and Dirty Tips, and you'll find a lot of topics, bathroom, etiquette, breakups, views on office life, that some elitists would turn their nose up to. However, I believe that as we evolve as a society, so must our perception of manners. Times change, people change, and so do manners. With that, it doesn't hurt to revisit some common etiquette issues to reassess the validity. I mean, they don't call me the modern manners guy for nothing, right? So let's dig back into the vault of etiquette and check out my top three etiquette faux pas you may want to revisit. Tip number one, elbows on the table. We all know the basics of manners. Please and thank you. Hold the door open. Chew with your mouth closed. Don't let your kids watch episodes one through three of Star Wars before seeing the others first. You know the key things in life. And one topic I get asked a lot about is regarding placing your elbows on the dining table. I, for one, am not a big fan of resting your body on the table like it's an arm wrestling match while you eat dinner. And this is a stigma that has been beaten into our brains since childhood. A person who puts their elbows on the table is immediately branded as improper. However, I argue that when someone places their elbows on the table, they are not doing it out of lack of proper etiquette, as perceived, but rather not realizing they're doing it at all, along with feeling more comfortable with the company around the table. For example, even though I'm a very conscious person of my body language when I dine, if I'm having a great time and I feel very relaxed, I loosen up. Yikes! Quick, someone take away my manners card. With that, I firmly believe that although not resting your elbows on the table is important to show your dining skills, there are surely exceptions and alternatives to this etiquette faux pas. As I said, body language while dining is key. After all, I find it highly unmannerly when people overly slouch, chew with their mouth open, don't get me started about that one, or make exaggerated motion scenes with their tone, whether on purpose or not. Yet I do believe that just because someone rests their arms on a table does not mean they lack all sense of etiquette. To that point, try not to place your elbows on the table, but instead, try your forearms and gently lean into the table when talking. As a person who talks with their hands as I do, I find that using proper body language 
helps make for a better conversation. As well, it also helps to lean in to your party as you engage them to better make for a more personal encounter. So even though elbows on the table is not a complete deal breaker, try for a compromise and don't be too hard on someone for wanting a bit more comfort when they're dining. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. As a professional welder, Shayna Ford uses Forge FX to practice over and over, which helps her improve her skills. The more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. Tip number two. Electronics at the table. Hands down, the single rudest thing any diner can do is to use their cell phone while dining. If you have to check your phone when you get a text, that's fine. If you want to show someone a photo or even take a photo of a meal, that's perfectly okay. However, the phone should not be an accessory to dinnerware. So as much as I hate phones at the table, not all instances of going mobile while dining should be seen as improper. In fact, sometimes using a cell phone at the table is not only proper in today's age, but also a necessity. And although I hate when people hang on their phone like a baby with a stuffed animal at rest time, depending on the situation, a phone can get a free pass on two occasions, loneliness and parenting. Hear me out. As a father of two, I can tell you how my iPhone and iPad have saved me in a restaurant. It was literally the difference between my wife and I having an enjoyable meal with our kids or having my children flip their you-know-what out of boredom. Call me crazy, but I'll choose the former every single time and twice on Sunday. If you have kids, it's totally okay to bring some electronic entertainment with you, if not for the sake of your own sanity or for the other patrons around you. If you do that, however, just make sure the volume is low or you have headphones. Both are simple fixes. Secondly, and I can vouch for this one too, is using a cell phone when you have to dine alone. See, I travel a lot. And sometimes I find myself at a table for one. When this occurs, I always use my iPhone to check email, use social media, read the news or a book, or simply just surf the web. This makes dining alone more enjoyable, and I don't feel as awkward just staring blankly out a window. Plus, I enjoy reading, email, socials, or a book while I eat. So why not when I'm out? In both cases, kids and dining alone, technology has changed the way we dine in public. It's not taking away from the experience, rather altering it and not for the negative. Tip number three, social media. 
I've said this before, but social media is a wacky beast. Part optimizing communication and part making us less verbally communicative in person. Social media has a funky way of affecting our day-to-day lives. As Modern Manners Guy, you've heard me speak the gospel of proper social media etiquette many times. But whether it's about keyboard muscles or posting improper photos, people tend to test the limits of social media behavior on a daily basis. So with this tip, I'm not letting up on the obnoxious posters and tweeters of the world. Sorry, rude folks. You're not getting off that easy. Rather, for this tip, it's more about how we approach everyday life with social media and about wondering whether certain areas of social media posting are considered rude. For example, one area that I believe is perfectly fine is to be stern, sarcastic, and or cavalier with your opinions over bad service. When I say bad service, I don't mean accidents like a waitress slipping and knocking over a water onto your lap. That has happened before. But what I do mean is bad service when the waitress or manager doesn't care about the act and think it's no big deal. For example, for my last article, I ripped into the U.S. post office for the lackluster care of ruining my kid's basketball net only two weeks after I installed it. I was mature about it with my words and took to social media to call them out on it. I was right and they were wrong, and they needed to be exposed for their error. So here's an example when it's okay to be loud on social media. This doesn't make you rude to try and grab the ear of big companies who do you wrong. You're not bratty or improper, but rather finding a new way to argue in the 21st century. All right, folks, I love hearing from you. So please drop me a line. Manners at quickanddirtytips.com. And don't forget to follow me on Twitter at MannersQDT. And of course, check back next week for more Modern Manners Guide tips for a more polite life. Also, check out my book, Reply All and Other Ways to Tank Your Career, for great tips and advice on job success. It's available now. Thanks again, folks, and take care. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Pulling up to Mickey D's just for drinks? Oh yeah, that's me. Nothing extra, just perfection and a straw. Coming in hot for the coldest cups on the block. Because there are drinks. Then there are drinks from McDonald's. Mix things up with any size lemonade or sweet tea for $1.49. Perfect with our classic fries. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.